and welcome back to Podcast Divine. I'm Kenny. I'm Andy. And I'm Diva. And we're back in this bish. Once again, ma'am. Yes, Miss Jackson. Pam. Yes, Queen. Yes. (laughs) We're to that point already in the evening, which is great. Uh, Today we are going to be having our Star Wars throwdown to a certain degree. Papping. Because Andy is a sealer of the Star Wars. So we're going to be interviewing him on his Star Wars experiences that he's had over the years. Starting from when he was a child and moving on upward until this year's Star Wars celebration. So long ago. So when we're going to be child. I know. sitting here for hours. <laughs> this is going to be a six part episode. It's going to be great. I am. Hmm. So, Andrew. Yes. When was the first time you saw Star Wars? Um, and I'm, which episode was it? Honestly, I don't recall. Um, I think because I was such a little asshole kid. Uh, my mum just try and find things that would uh, keep my attention. And it just so happened to be Star Wars. I don't know what one um, my mum started on. But all I remember is Return of the Jedi. Probably the best. In yeah. my opinion, yes. yes. It's the greatest Star Wars movie ever made. Can I jump in on this? Because I think it's sure. unfair that we're focusing on Andy for a Star Wars discussion, when Star Wars is also literally my life. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you wearing my a Star Wars celebration? Too. Anything? Are you wearing anything to do with Star Wars? No. Do you have any tattoos? That's... No. Shh. Pipe down. Kenny did not send me what we were going to be talking about beforehand. <laughs> Otherwise, I would be wearing some fucking memorabilia right now. He sent me it. I remember watching A New Hope mm. for the first time in my grandparents' living room, sitting in his recliner, and Skywalker yes. was life-changing for me. Yes. And I know he was for you, too. Yes. Didn't you meet him at one yes. point in time? Oh, let's get into that. Yes. When did you meet Mark Hamill? Uh, 2000, and I think it was 2015 or 2016. I cannot remember. I'm old, so forgive me. Uh, uh, in Orlando, Star Wars Celebration. Oh my gosh. I remember this story because you cried. I cried like a baby. <laughs> and he told you to buck up, basically. Yeah, he told me to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. Mark um, Hamill. The re- yeah, but the, there was reasons why I was crying. Um, I paid for um, so many autographs, so many uh, photo opportunities, but Mark Hamill was not uh, one of the uh, photo opportunities that I paid for. Mm. So it was a Sunday and I had probably, I'm thinking, I think five or six different uh, pictures to do within an hour. And it was all, it was all very rushed. And uh, I met a guy uh, in line because these were the days before COVID when we were allowed to sleep over at conventions, which I hope to God they come back because they were so much fun, apart from the DJ at one o'clock in the morning playing shit songs. I'm... Um, and um, so I, I know uh, Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis, who was the main Ewok in Return of the Jedi, Willow in the movie Willow. I mean, Warwick Davis, look him up, you know who he is. Um, and I was in line trying to meet Warwick um, whilst I was lining up to, to, to do a sleepover. And I was on, on the phone to his agent and I was saying, like, um, is there any way that you'd help me get a picture with, with Mark Hamill? And he's like, well, I don't have anything to do with Mark Hamill. Um, Warwick Davis's agent. 
I can help you meet Warwick. Warwick's welcome, you know, welcomes you to come backstage and have, you know, a cup of tea with him, etc. Which I did. Um, but anyway, a uh, guy behind me, uh, his name was Kash. Uh, he was like, hey, um, I've got a picture with If you let me hang out with you and meet Warwick, who is one of my heroes, you can come and have the picture with me, with Mark Hamill. So immediately I'm like, yes, sir. Done, done, done. I don't care. All I wanted to do was meet Mark Hamill. That's my absolute hero. Still my hero. The greatest ever. And um, it was the Sunday. And unfortunately, Kush's grand grandfather died that morning. No. And Cash did not turn up to the uh, to celebration that day. And I was texting him, calling him. Couldn't get hold of him. So what I did was, I just was like carrying on. I was like, well, I've got, I've got to meet, you know, uh, Ian McDermott, the emperor. I've got lots of people to meet. So I was, I was going through. And, and, this, and this very nice young lady was like, hey, um, you know, how many pictures do you, do you have? And I was like, I have like, like five or six or seven. And she was like, every time you come out of one of the booths, find me. And I will make sure that you get into the next line for the next picture so you don't miss out because they were going very, very quickly. So anyway, I got, I got through to the very last person, came out, did the picture, and she was like, do you have any more uh, people to, to see? And I just had to try. So I said, yeah, Mark Hamill. She checked every email I had, like email receipt, for the you know, picture opportunity, I spent a lot of money in Orlando, and I thought she was going to say, "Okay, show me the receipt." She didn't. She marched me to the front of the line. I asked the people in line, "Hey, have you checked? Had your uh, you know, have you have you been checked?" And they're like, "Yeah." So I'm like, "Shit, this is happening." So I'm already bawling up, like my eyes are just getting very teary. I was literally the first person in to meet Mark Hamill. So I, I go there and I am like a bag of nerves. And he, he sees it and he's like, he's probably thinking, oh shit, here's another <laughs> one, here's another idiot. So they're not supposed to take uh, more than one picture. It's supposed to be one and done, see you later. Uh, we did three. The third one worked, and my wife always says to me, like, I never smile with my teeth, but I, my, I had a beaming smile. I'm sure we'll be able to put these pictures on, 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 on the YouTube's things. Right in this area. Yeah, that area there. You got it, Josh. But, uh, yeah, it, he told me to get a grip. Like, I'm just, I'm just a normal guy. And I'm like, nah, you know, you're Luke Skywalker. <laughs> You're the hero of my childhood, the hero of of of, of, of everything. So it was it was it was fantastic, and 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 I've met pretty much um, most of the main main uh, main actors and actresses of of Star Wars. Okay. Have you met Hayden Christensen? Yes. Oh my gosh! Can I tell you? At, um, I. I don't know how anyone watching this feels about the prequels. I feel like they have aged well in, in they got better. the view of the uh, Star Wars public. But I that's 
Well, I got to go to theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I did experience the original trilogy first, but as far as me getting to go on opening night and getting to experience this amazing feeling that is Star Wars on an opening night, it was Phantom Menace. And then it was Attack of the Clones. And Attack of the Clones was when I was introduced to Hayden Christensen. And let me tell you what, um, that is when I knew I was gay. <laughs> I think that was when a lot of people knew they were gay. God! Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was obsessed with Natalie Portman when I watched the movie, too. So high confusion. Let's not talk about like, her. My wife will not forgive me if we talk about her. <laughs> <laughs> that movie changed my life. I cannot believe you met him. Yeah. And I was so happy. Picture in the, in the, in the small box as well. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm You're going to so see all the pictures, I'm sure. So thrilled that, because I got a lot of flack. Mm. For his portrayal mm. of Anakin, um, and I'm I'm very 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 happy that he came back for Obi Wan, and it seems like the reunion of him and Ewan McGregor, who you also met, yeah, um, in the Obi series, has been a life changing moment as far as him being accepted in the wider community. Mm. So, mm. Um, how? How was meeting Hayden? How was meeting Ewan? So obviously, when you do the the photo opportunities, you don't have um, like a lot of time. Um, so there's minimal questions, like minimal time to to to, to engage. Um, Hayden was very very friendly. Um, shook hands. You know, this was in 2019 in Chicago. Um, very very nice. But um, in comparison to Ewan McGregor, Ewan McGregor was fucking amazing. He, he, he went out of his way. Went out of his way to make you feel uh, welcome, love. He, he, he thanked you for, for, for being there. And, you know, I mean, obviously he's getting paid a lot of money. It's the most expensive meet and greet I've ever paid for, you McGregor, but it's you McGregor. So, yeah. um, but he he was by far one of the nicest, one of the nicest that I've I've had a a, a picture with. He was great, very short, but um, very very nice. You mean like stature wise? Yeah, he's not he's not the tallest. Yeah. Well, he also he was one that was fully accepted into the fold. Minute he was on screen. Yeah. Um, I'll never forget the first scene from Phantom of the Menace or Phantom Menace whenever you see him and Qui Gon Jinn together. From then on, I was I was obsessed. Then they both pull their lightsabers out when the gas comes in the room. Oh my gosh! Yes. And the, and the lovely lovely little the end of Obi Wan series when so Qui Gon comes in. You got what three lines? You knew but, what was gonna happen. But, but it was three lines that you just like. That it just made a huge difference to that whole series, you know. Um, hopefully series two. I think there will be. But yeah. I hope so. I truly do. Yeah, yeah so yeah, I, I've, I've, been, I've been lucky and also very stupid in spending a lot of money on meeting a lot of my heroes. I don't know if somebody would ever describe that as stupid. No. If it is literally fulfilling. If you, if, if you knew how much money I'd spent, <laughs> you might think differently. But yes, it's, it's been a, a dream of mine to be able to shake their hands and have a picture with them. And, 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 and 
one of the greatest pictures I'll ever have, God rest his soul, was having one with Peter Mayhew before he died. R.I.P. Chewy. The original. The yeah. I think that there is something to be said for fulfilling childhood dreams. Yes. And 100%. I don't think that there is any amount of money um, that you can make fun of for doing so, because that is still a part of Regardless of your age, that is still a part of you that goes on and still something that you're desperately needing and wanting in your yeah. life. Um, so I wouldn't sell that short. Spend as much money as you want to make those things come true for yourself. Well, going back to our previous podcast, Strong um, that will probably not happen uh, for a long time now because obviously I'm expecting uh, my first child. You're pregnant? That's weird, dude. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but also, uh, <laughs> it's kind of an, uh, annoying because uh, Star Wars Celebration uh, next year is in London, not far from where I'm from. So, um, Take me. Oh, I'm not going. It's it, for you. It sold out in like six hours. Oh, dang <laughs> it. Not saying that I, uh, if I wanted to go, I would have gone. I would have got a ticket. I, I would have made it happen. However, responsibility. Ewan poo poo on your home hometown. He did poo poo on Portsmouth a little bit. Yeah. Wait. What? He he uh, he 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 had visited uh, Portsmouth on on one of his little bike rides. Um, yeah. Which, by the way, I'm watching on way up right now on yeah. Apple TV. Plus, I'm not sure he great. filmed it. He may yeah. have. I've, I've never watched. I've never watched those. I know of them. Um, but yeah, he. Uh, when I told him I was from Portsmouth, he was just literally like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure I'll visit there again. <laughs> it's like, I think that's the vibe I got anyway. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love that so much. And at that, let's take a break because what the fuck was that? Yeah, how <laughs> dare you? How dare you? Was, this bro. is Star Wars conversation. Mute your fucking phone. Golly, it was the computer. Was okay, so even McGregor, Hayden Christensen, Mark Hamill. Uh, we passed by the Emperor earlier, but let it be known that you met the Emperor, which is awesome. Um, did you meet Ashley Eckstein? Nope. No? Nope. Oh, see that? I love Ahsoka. But she's been at every uh, celebration I've, I've been to. Okay. How do you feel about Rosario Dawson? Genius. Genius casting. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. The minute she showed up in... The Mandalorian, because I know that there were, like, rumors that she'd been casted, but it wasn't official. And then when she showed up, it's like the stars made it happen, you know? Like, they aligned, and that was what we got. And I'm so happy with that. No, brilliant. Brilliant brilliant casting. Um, I'm not sure. I would have liked Ashley to uh, give it a go, but... I don't think she wanted to, so because she's like she's been the voice of Ahsoka for years. Um, so I think I think Rosario was perfect, perfect casting, and and yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to see where where she takes the role. I think I think it's going to be amazing. Well, this and and what we're going to see. I mean, Ezra. You know, Grandmaster Prawn. You know, it's it's gonna be great. Grandmaster Prawn, Prawn, isn't it? Prawn. Grand Admiral yeah, Prawn. Grand Admiral, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that there there's a huge difference between voicing a character mm. and mm. then being yeah. the 
physical interpretation of a character, which, For sure. um, yeah. you know, we have no idea what situations that Ahsoka will find herself in in her own show. I think she's actually. Uh, I think I think they're saying that the plot of the show is that she actually out to find Ezra. See, and they do yeah. kind of play to that mm. in The Mandalorian for yeah. a second. Yeah. Um, and they're but, also hinting in, in the Obi-Wan series, they're hinting at more uh, Jedi being out there, but in hiding, that kind of thing. So You just never know what acting you're going to need. And I have faith in Rosario Dawson. I'm actually watching the Daredevil TV series right now, and I had no idea that she was in it. You know, I'm not sure how much longer she's going to be in it, but she does a great job in that too. Plus, I saw her in the Rent movie as a kid mm-hmm. playing the role of Mimi, and I, um, I'm really excited to see where she goes. Yep, yeah, I think I think the future is looking pretty damn good for uh, for Star Wars in terms of TV shows. Absolutely, uh, Andor comes out mm-hmm. so soon because we're recording this September 4th. Which, by the way. Nine four eight one B day. Happy birthday, Beyonce! <laughs> um, but we're recording this on B day, and it comes out on the twenty first. Yeah, three weeks. Yeah. Correct. Okay, that's gonna be so cool. I'm excited for that if, show. If it's half of what Rogue One was, it'll be utterly amazing. Truly, Rogue, Rogue One is the only Disney movie uh, that's worth a shit. And we can we can we can we can get into it if we want to. Um, uh, Force Awakens. I'll, I'll give I'll give I'll give that a, a nod. Uh, How do we feel about the Last Jedi? I'm just gonna leave now. Um, Don't do it. So Don't do yeah. It. Um, anyway, Andor Andor <laughs> is is looking pretty pretty good. And hey, by the way, just coming slightly away from Star Wars before I fucking punch you in the face. Um, <laughs> Bish. Um, Willow, the TV show. Hell yeah. I'd be lying if I said I knew anything about Willow. Yeah, so you close your mouth hole right now. <laughs> it's nothing to do with Star Wars. <laughs> now, uh, yeah, Willow, uh, I'm looking forward to that. Speaking of the global phenomenon that Star Wars is, let's transition to the global phenomenon in Birmingham that was the World Games. World Games. <laughs> Can you be Whoops. a phenomenon in Birmingham? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's, that's, a, that's a, a joke. That's the question, isn't it? Like, uh, so like world the games. Line. Like Birmingham is like, oh yeah, we're getting the world games, motherfucker. <laughs> You're Birmingham, Alabama. Like no one gives a shit. Like any any sporting event, world sporting event that's going to come to like Alabama, no one's going to give a shit about it. We had no this... disrespect. I love Alabama, but yeah, we <laughs> had this sign that was up that. For those of you that do not live in the state and do not live in Birmingham which specifically, which we all do, which yeah. we all do. Yes, we for, we yeah. all do. Yeah. Um, but every day when I was driving to work, they had this counter that said, "This many days until the World Games," was and that? it was like five hundred and forty days until the World Games. Was that the Mount Red Mountain Express? Yes, it was. Yeah. God, every day it was like, oh my God, only. A year and a half more until the World Games. And yes. they built it up to this thing, and you mm-hmm. saw it everywhere. The airport. You walk into Birmingham Airport. Yeah. They had a counter for that, too. Yeah. Every state line had a sign that said, Home of the World Games 2022. Um, like, Baba Java. 
right down my street. Oh, sure. Coffee shop. You're doing the best you can in, in this world that we live in, but, you know, they have it still. How, how long has it been since the World Games was over? Uh, probably like a month, six weeks. All these stickers all over the doors is like, the hot coffee, the official hot coffee of the World Games. And honestly, at the no end of it passing us by, who gives a fat shit? Who went? I was expecting I massive crowds. I was expecting yeah. massive crowds at all of our shows, at all the Divine shows, at all karaoke Divine shows. I was expecting massive crowds. And I got none of them. Where like, are those people going to come from? Like, 23 people live in this state. <laughs> well, you would figure that the people that came from outside of Alabama would be like, oh, we're going to go out in Birmingham. No, nobody went out. They stayed in the area that was around the BJCC, and that was about it. I, um, I flew, uh, so um, in July, I went to watch Everton uh, in, in Baltimore. and Everton is a soccer team, in case you know. The soccer team. The um, soccer team. And it's actually America's team. Not Leeds United. Fuck Leeds United. It's, it's Everton. Uh, we've, we've, we've had more Americans play for us. Um, and then I also flew to Minnesota. And uh, it was at the end of the World Games. And I was kind of half expecting, you know, these flights to be busy. You know, because uh, Baltimore is quite a big to fly out of back into Europe or whatnot. Uh, Minnesota, not so much. But, um, yep. Nope. Nope, the uh, airport was pretty dead. I did see uh, an Italian team um, leaving. I saw a couple of Germans. But, but when do you not it. see Germans? They're everywhere. I mean, uh, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like English people. They're, they're bloody everywhere. Um, even when you don't want them, they're there. Um, hen class. Uh, but yeah, it, it was very, very dull. I expect, like, if it was the Olympics the end of the Olympics, like the day, I, it was the day after, when I went to Baltimore, it was the day after the uh, World Games finished, so the day after the Olympics, like you, that airport would have been slammed, you know, with fans and or teams. Nah. So nah. I had a conversation with my therapist about it because he went to, um, he went to the closing ceremonies. Oh, that was a shame, yeah, right? Buy one, get one free tickets. He went to the closing ceremonies and he was talking about how much of an absolute shit show it was. And he he was like talking about all these performers that came out and eventually it just turned into a free-for-all people preaching at the crowds, which keep in mind... Preaching? Preaching. Preaching, preaching. Yes. Uh, okay. um, like they had preachers and up there. Doing the word of the Lord or whatnot yeah. to yeah. a bunch of people who that's not their religion, nah. and it was like they were taking it upon themselves to and like yeah. change yeah. all these people yeah. while they were here in Birmingham. It was going to be a life changing event no, for them. Number one, Bible Belt. Yeah, they don't but give still, a shit, it's that there were people standing outside handing out Bibles. It's like mm, these people don't nah. live here; they don't care. They nah. have their own beliefs mm -mm. and their own spiritual practices. And mm. I just thought it was really amusing that Birmingham took the opportunity to try really hard to. And I think that they really just nailed themselves in a coffin. We stuck out yeah. uh, in the worst way. Very <laughs> awkward. <laughs> very awkward. But I love, I love Birmingham, but that is not. Really smart, was it? Really? No. no. Well, the, the people that I have really connected with in Birmingham are not the people that would have done that. Right. No. Um, no. Not no. at all. No. In fact, I so I work at a um, 
we've talked about this in past podcasts, but I work at a very successful restaurant in the Birmingham area and what I would consider to be one of the best options if you want to get locally sourced and amazing food. Hey, come see me. But um, uh, What's the name of the restaurant? Bottega. Uh, Thank you so much. Yes. Um, Welcome. Now, we did see a couple people from the World Games come in and, and have an experience. I Notably, there was this uh, German family, all these three beautiful girls and, and their parents, and they were so kind and so nice, and they were so excited to be there. But really, there wasn't a lot mm. of, of traffic from that, and people kept coming in and being like, well, have you seen many people from the World Games? It's like, no, we haven't. And they did a little like... I did a, um, I did a, a Tuesday night at Neon during the World Games. I think it was like towards the end. And uh, we had some teams come in. The USA hockey team came in. I think they won gold. You wouldn't have known they won gold because all you could hear was USA, USA. I mean, USA would do that regardless of whether they're winning gold, silver, bronze, or sure. completely fall, fell flat on their asses. Um, you know. But we also had um, Italians. Swedish team came in. And then the French came in. And um, so I was, I was, I was, I was cool about you know in the spirit of the games, you know, congratulations to America for the gold medal and and like this, uh, I think it, I think it may have would have been the Swedish hockey team and the Italian hockey team. I'm not sure the French. I don't know what they were doing there. I mean, who knows what they're doing at any fucking point? Oh God. Um, <laughs> Let's not get on that. Let's not get on that subject. Um, but um, <laughs> cowards. Um, but um, so, um, I was like, big shout out to USA, and like everyone was like, "Way USA, USA," which is great. And then I was like, yeah, big shout out to the Swedish team, massive cheers. Let's hear it for the Italians. The Italians were like the Swedish, the Americans, like yeah. Let's hear it for the French. Fucking crickets. Crickets. Let's move on real quickly. They, they were just like... What are you talking about? Like, like did you not get anything? Like, they, they were just so serious. I didn't... Um, stick, arse, something along those lines. Shonk! It was, it, was, it was awkward, but the Italians, the Swedish, and of course the Americans were, were, were amazing that night. And it was really, really busy that night. I think it was like the week before the closing day. And that was pretty much the only bit of residual hmm. fanfare that we got at any of our events, honestly. Which it was is crazy. surprising. Really. Very surprising. I expected it, far it, more. Because if it was like, 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 for instance, when the World Cup comes here in 2024. It's coming here? It's America and Mexico and Canada, but most games are here and they have them in Atlanta. Ooh. So um, I, I, I imagine that's going to be ridiculous because a lot of people will probably end up staying in Birmingham yeah. and then traveling to games in Atlanta because it's cheaper. Yeah. Um, and it's only a couple of hours. So, um, you know, if it, was the, if it was the World Cup and or the Olympics, that would have been totally different, I imagine. But they wouldn't have come to Birmingham, Alabama. Hence, the World Games is shit. We didn't without say without that. being disrespectful. Without being too disrespectful, because at least at least we got it here. We the attempt was put in mm -hmm. to make it a big thing, but um, I don't know. Failure is the word. 
to use, but yeah, it's stop I, don't, I don't know, Jojo. How much of a failure was the World Games? Uh, when I saw the sumo wrestling, I only saw the lightweight. Which there's a lightweight. I didn't sumo. even know it was a lightweight. So, so what would they, be what like? Like seven hundred pounds lightweight. It, it, it would be like you and Andy going at it. Oh, that sounds oh. fun. <laughs> Shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Tune in to the next episode of Podcast Divine on the Patreon for uh, Andy and I sumo wrestling. Give me me the rules and we'll we'll, we'll go for it. Baby oil will be involved. Yeah, baby oil. Whitey tidies, that's all you need. Done. Set. I can do that. It's like a porn I watched the other day. (laughs) I love you boys. I've missed you. So the next subject is porn. Uh, (laughs) Oh, no. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Wait a second, I'm talking about pawn shops. Have you ever sold anything at a pawn shop? <laughs> I sold an engagement ring once. What's so funny? I like the way you pronounce things, I, boy. <laughs> I was devastated. Because you sold your wedding ring at a pawn shop? Pawned. I pawned it. You pawned it. I pawned it. Pawned it. Yeah, I gotta say it more southern. You've been here for how many years now? A pound it. Fifteen. A pound. It's like fifth time. Done pound it. <laughs> Lord. At yes. least it's not Mississippi. Yes. Yes. And on that note, thank you for hanging out with us on this episode of Podcast Divine. I'm Kenny. This is Diva. This is Andy. Hi. And we love you so, so much. So and we much. appreciate you guys watching and listening, as always. We're pointing at cameras, but we don't know which one is actually on. We have on. no idea, no, but you're all fucking beautiful. You're fantastic. We appreciate you and your patronage. Uh, follow us. Give us a like, a rating, or a review. Make sure it's by, please. We're trying really we will, hard we will, here. We will delete any negative comment. Truly, truly. Maybe? Question mark? Either way. Once again, thank you for hanging out with us on Podcast Divine. Please remember to wash your hands, hug your mama, and don't be a dick. Dick, 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 dick. Thanks for listening, y'all. See you soon. Deuces.